Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm your host, Sky Guasco. You are listening to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at fantasyfootball underscore tckpod and on Twitter at tck underscore pod. You can find all of our rankings and multiple articles at tckpod.com. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. What up, TCK Potters? Sky Guasco back with you for another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast. This episode is 340. Joining me today is my man, Dweez Nuts. You can find him on Twitter, all Zs, no Ss. We just broke down kind of a week, you know, 2020 recap, the top 10 per position, broke those downs. We also did a quick NFL preview for the playoffs coming up this week. We did that yesterday. You can go back and tune into that episode if you'd like. But back with me again, my man, Dweez Nuts. You are remembering him from the Stat Ride episodes on Tuesdays during the season. He is back now for more work, and we're going to be getting back into that once the season starts. Today we're going to have a mock draft redrafting the 2020 season before we get into that welcome in my mans dweez how you feeling buddy oh life is great and i'm ready to uh, draft in a way that i've never drafted before it's like i get to peek behind the curtain on this one and it's sort of a dream come true to me this is like what we're going to do today is what you hope you could do now for 2021 Hell so yes, we dude. so so here here's the deal I don't know how you were as a student in school. I was not good. I did enough. I needed, I think it was what a, a two, a 2.5 in high school to be eligible to play sports. All right. I got like a 2.6. Okay. I was good enough. I did go to most classes until senior year. I didn't sleep too often. I didn't cheat and shit. I got it fucking done, but I wasn't reading full books. I was not studying after classes. I wasn't crushing study hall. I'll put it that way. I did enough to get by. I got my grades and I graduated. I went to college and like my parents are proud of me, but I wasn't amazing. This is something though, where like you literally know the answers and then you go take the test, right? So we're going to take the test knowing all the answers. Now the trick is remembering all the correct answers to get the highest grade. So what we're going to do is we're going to dive into a mock draft of last year's ADP and ECR average draft position ADP expert consensus ranking ECR we're going to do kind of a best ball format half PPR league 12 teams a quarterback two running backs three receivers a tight end a flex and a DST with six bench spots so again we are quite literally drafting with last year's ADP so what that means is the computer is going to we're each going to generate two separate teams and talk through them looking for the highest score the computer is still going to draft Christian McCaffrey first Mm. but Dweez and I know that he is not the number one pick, right? I want somebody like Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, um, depending on value, maybe a Travis Kelsey, right? Do I want Kyler Murray already at the number one pick because I know he scored so many points? Those are the questions we're going to be asking during this mock draft. We're going to basically be trying to making the perfect mock draft. 
This is through Fantasy Pros. You guys know that we love the Fantasy Pros Draft Wizard. They are not a sponsor yet. Shouts out to Tags and uh, Yates and Harris. If you guys are here in this podcast and you're avid listeners, you want to hook us up, that would be grateful. Not yet a sponsor, but we know it's a valuable tool. We uh, certainly recommend that y'all do this as well because you learn so much. So, Dweez, what we're going to do is we're going to pre-select a draft slot position. I'm going to let you do the honors and let us know what both of us are going to pick from. One out of 12, of course. You can pick any slot you'd like. You're going to go first. We're on the clock one minute per pick. Of course, it doesn't need to take that long, but you only get one minute. You are going to go through this draft list with about 15 rounds, and you are going to draft for value, right? So you're going to draft a number one guy. It's not going to be Christian McCaffrey because he barely even played. Are you going to pick guys like uh, a Corey Davis, who you probably wouldn't have drafted last season coming in, but now you know he did really well. Maybe a Brandon Ayuk, somebody like that who was not on the radar, but they ended up being on the radar. We're going to test your skills of kind of like how the season progressed versus last year's uh, ADP and ECR. We're going to go against the computer. We're going to get a score. And uh, once you draft your team, I will draft my team, and essentially we're going to see who can get the higher score. Any questions or clarifications, my man, before we get going? No, but I just suddenly got real nervous about about this. This is intense. I feel like I'm going to forget about some guys that I should I fucking remember here. So the I I, I will give you maybe a couple pointers, okay? okay. Again, yeah. <clears throat> again. So here, just hypothetically, say you drafted somebody, and let's pick um let's say the 11th round now last summer in august you pick somebody in the 11th round you're like eh fuck it he's either my you know wide receiver five he's my rb4 he's a handcuff because you know just in case i want that guy maybe he's your late round streaming quarterback or tight end where you're like eh fuck it you know i just need a couple good games out of matt stafford and i'll stream from there that's the type of round that you thought you were coming into but you might end up scoring a gem, like again, a Brandon Ayuk, a Justin Jefferson, you know, a Corey Davis, somebody like that in those later rounds where all of a sudden that dude was actually a league winner, but of course we didn't have the foresight preseason. So we are drafting per value. You're trying to get the best value pick at the position. You're going to have a lot of reaching. You're going to pick a dude six rounds earlier than you thought you were going to. You're also going to have some guys are going to fall and fall and fall and fall. And you know, they're a top five option, but you're still going to draft them in the 10th round. This is crazy, man, but it's a lot of fun. You learn a lot from where these guys were draft season versus where we pick them now, because we know what happened. And again, it gives you that perspective of we're going to go into the off season all summer long. We're going to be high on guys and low on guys. We're going to have our do not draft list. We're going to have our must draft list. And then we're going to do this next year. And the same shit's going to happen, right? Guys are going to get injured. Hopefully there's no fucking COVID. I'm not even going to talk about that for this next season, but things are going to change at the top and in the bottom. There's going to be pluses and minuses here. This is an opportunity for us to look back on last year, see what we got wrong, what we got right, pass on dudes that you drafted last year, repick guys that maybe you faded last year, but you're like, well, shit, I got to pick them now because I know we did so well. So good luck, my man. You're going to set the tone here. I'm going to I'm gonna throw you out to the wolves. Uh, we have not done this yet. We have not done a preemptive draft. You're, you're going in clean. Um, and again, you're going to set the score, and I'm going to try to come over the top and to do that with you. I am not going to 
give you uh, options. I'm not going to give you pointers when we get going. If you have questions or research or whatever, I can do that quickly to help you out and talk you through it. But uh, obviously, I'm trying to also kind of grab my guys too. So, yep. without any further ado, man, you good? You got you got a sip? You got a stretch? Dude, you feeling all right? Dude. All right. Gonna, Episode three forty. Yeah, go. You say your thing. Go. Love it. No, episode 340, Dweez is on the clock. And when you are ready, my man, you tell us what draft slot you're getting into. I will pick the same one for when I'm ready. You hit let's draft. And once you're ready to go, you are on the clock one minute per pick. And uh, let's get into it, my man. All right. Uh, we're going to take the fifth draft spot. So we're outside of that that sort of first I like that. Picks and five sort of where you're so, it, you typically deciding, do I want like the tail end of the stud backs or do I want to dip in a receiver? So it's kind of a fun fun spot let's take that um before i hit the last draft i'm calling this team zoltar speaks if you if you're uh if you're an old man like <laughs> you, you might you might catch the reference but uh let's let's jump in let's draft baby all right man i i get it you're gonna get it also something that's fun on this is you're gonna see some some mocks you're gonna see some people kind of like when you make a great pick and good value you're gonna get like a thumbs up from a, a peyton manning or something random if you do a, a pick where the computer's like whoa dude like ugh, not great you're gonna get a thumbs down so it's gonna kind of show you how you're doing but hey yeah. when you're ready man let's get into it you have one minute on the clock when you are ready let's go all right, uh, so I've hit I've hit the button. We're we're kicking off here. Obviously, the the guys that you expect to go have gone. So with my fifth pick, really the question is, do I want Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, Devontae Adams? Um, with the way he scored, if his best ball, I, I, I'm going to take the uh, the number one running back here. It's it's Alvin Kamara for me. I'll I'll let Michael Thomas patch pass, which I didn't do in my real draft. So that's kind of nice um, that I get the opportunity to do that. So I'll take Kamara. I got a little, uh, I got a little cheer. Boom. Can't go wrong with Alvin Kamara. I mean, number one overall. And again, he was one of that stayed healthy. Who's on your number two pick. Let's see. Everybody's going that week. Ooh, Clyde Edwards. Hilarious goes to that tail end of the first round. Remember he so was Travis, a top seven pick. Travis Kelsey went the pick before me, which was disappointing because I thought I could go ahead and swoop Kelsey and get, you know, the all world tight end here. Um, not going to happen. So instead Let's look back to running back. I'll go running back, running back here. Oh, my window's getting a little weird. Hang on. Come back to me now. Where are my players? There they are. This is a, this is, I've, I've never used this, so I, I apologize in advance if it's a little wonky for people listening to me do this. But uh, I got Aaron Jones sitting here. He's the other running back at the top of the board that kind of finished real high. I know we said in our last episode – right at number four there. And I'm probably going to go ahead and take him and lock up a couple of stud backs. I know he missed a couple of games, but I think he's, I think he's good enough that I'm solid with two top five backs there with my first two picks. Looking good so far. So now this is where it gets interesting because we had that kind of running back, running back. You had tight ends uh, yeah. go off with Kelsey and Kittle. You had uh, a big wide receiver gap here in most drafts, or do you go with like a Lamar, a Mahomes kind of thing in those drafts? Now we know what had happened. Not yeah. a good idea to pick, especially Lamar in the first round. How are you feeling about the third? Well, this is sort of where I started looking at Dak in all my, in all my drafts previously. <laughs> so not going to be doing that. I mean, if I come over here and look at the wide receivers guys at the top of my list that I like, I think, uh, Stephon Diggs is still sitting there. We know how good Stephon Diggs was. Darren Waller's still sitting here. We know him as big time number two 
tight end. I don't know if he's going to fall necessarily. A few quarterbacks left. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take that tight end because I think Darren Waller was, was you know, him and Kelsey sort of set themselves apart this year. So give me, give me a stud tight end that I don't have to worry about in the three, which feels stupid taking him, Darren Waller, at three. But that's sort of the point of this whole exercise, I think. Yep. Well, that's where you get, but I mean, and here's a question and you're going to go right in on the clock for a minute. Uh, so I'll, I'll buy some time here while you do some research on your fourth round pick. The, the reality is though, if you go Darren Waller, which is obviously a great pick, he was the number two tight end on the season. The question is, could you still have gone Darren Waller maybe in the fifth round, the sixth round yeah. because of where people were drafting him. So you're not necessarily drafting where they ended. You're drafting at value. Right. So could you have drafted him a little bit later? Maybe we'll find out, but Darren Waller, obviously great pick there. So after, after my Waller pick, Mark Andrews and Zach Ertz have gone off the board since I went. So I think it would have been a little touch and go, a little hairy. I was a little more confident that Diggs would fall to me here, um, and he did. He's still available. You know, I could I could potentially sit on it for one more round. This is the fourth round. He wasn't quite going as high as fourth round. So if I wanted to look over at quarterbacks, Kyler, who is, you know, him and Josh Allen are the, the one-two. They're both available um, at this pick as well. So I, it's either going to be Diggs or it's going to be one of those two quarterbacks. And since Diggs is one and they are two, I'm going to take Diggs at four and enjoy all those points uh, and then try <laughs> to swing back on a, on a quarterback here in the fifth round if I can get him. Now, you and Dak in most leagues. So who would be your Dak now in this draft now that you know what happened? Yeah, I mean, I'm taking Josh Allen if I can get him the way he played. He had a couple of weeks that weren't so good. But I'd be just as happy with Kyler. They were both so good um, all year long. I don't think you need to worry about it. We are in a one-quarterback league in this mock draft. So none of the quarterbacks, none of those guys have gone off the board. Russ is still on the board for crying out loud. Deshaun Watson still on the board. So I might actually kind of pivot here, look to lock up another wide receiver. Um, The question is who's available. I'd love to – Love to be able to take a Justin Jefferson here because I know how good he is, but he's a guy that I could wait, probably wait on and still be able to pick up. Who else is? So you got to scroll down this list a little bit because some <laughs> of these guys just didn't go. You know what? I'm running out of time. I'm going to go ahead over to my quarterback and I'm going to take Josh Allen, the number one quarterback before my time runs out. I'll swing back to wide receiver later. Well, there's so many wide receivers every given year. Yep. Um, that you can wait and wait and just be fine. Yep. But there's a lot too in the top there uh, in these rounds. I mean, just off the top, maybe a Cortland Sutton. Um, oh yeah. I don't know the, the Cowboys receivers who look, I mean, the first five, six games, they were all top 10. Uh, but now eh, do you still want them on your team where you're going to have to draft them? A guy like Cooper cup, who was top 10, you know, Julio Jones, even, I mean, risky. There's a, yeah, a lot of risky plays, guys that I was really high on coming in, like a Preston Williams that we thought would be really good um, coming into the season, still sitting here. Julian Edelman, who started the year out just fine. Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, guys that I liked a lot. But um, I'm going to receive here. I'm, I'm, I'm dropping down quite a ways on the board. But, uh, you know, draft your guys, my guys, more my guy now than he was before because I know how he finished. <clears throat> I'm taking Justin Jefferson. Boom. The Stefan Diggs replacement as my wide receiver, too. I think that has a nice poetry and symmetry to it. Let's do that. Okay. Before you get into the rest of your draft, give us your first couple of picks here while you get this next one going. 
for seven. Yep. So I've got uh, I went Alvin Kamara followed by Aaron Jones, then we went Darren Waller, Josh Allen, locked up those two positions, and and, and it's a three wide receiver league. So I, I went heavy digs, Jefferson. I'm going to go back to the wide receiver position here with my seventh pick as I watch. You know, like a David Montgomery would have been nice to pick. He just went off the board here. Kyler Murray in the seventh round. So if I knew I could have waited another couple of rounds, maybe I'd have done it before before taking quarterback. But uh, let's take a look here at who, who's available. <clears throat> Scrolling down the list, you know who I see here at wide receiver that I kind of like, especially if this is more of a best ball. Way down the list, a little Robbie Anderson from the Carolina Panthers mm. is there available. As my three, the way that he performed this year, he sort of stepped up where DJ Moore didn't. Um, I liked, I liked that. And you know what? I'm I'm just going to take him. I'm going to take him because I only have 10 seconds left. This is, I'm getting, I'm feeling the nerves kick in this minute. Little tilt, little tilt, stay calm. Tilting a little. I don't, I don't, I don't like it, but I'm doing it. I wanted to fill out my starting roster here before I went backups, before I went flex, which is something that it's sort of like a weird thing that I do when I draft. I don't want to have five running backs before I take my second receiver and never have. Not sure why, but it's just kind of a thing that I do. So that's balance. Good, good team balance. So you've got your quarterback, you've got your tight end, you've got two top five running backs, you've got some stud wide receivers. Your your team looks good as far as how they finished. The question is going to be, are you getting the best value from these guys? Like a guy like Justin Jefferson, could you have waited? Could you have not picked Josh Allen and pick Kyler Murray instead a couple rounds later? That's going to be the 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 difference here and how we do these teams. But uh, you're up here, you're about the middle of your draft. Who's next? So I'm going, I'm in my flex spot here and I'm going to take uh, another one of my guys. You know, we talked about him in, in the last episode. It's a running back that I really love. Um, uh, the, the rookie that I think is going to be the stud rookie moving forward. So this is a value pick. It's Antonio Gibson. Oh, it's not a value pick because I could probably wait a hundred fucking rounds to pick this guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. See, that's the problem here, right? I'm, I'm doing this wrong. I'm going to take Ronald Jones instead. Okay. But, but if you, and we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully he bounces back yeah. to you. But if he doesn't, you're gonna kick your own ass that you pass on. Him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I am, but he's he's far enough down on the list that I I do want there to be some value here. I want the best guys for my team, and knowing who they are, you know what? I'm starting not to like this very much, Sky. I loved it going <laughs> into it, but it's starting to really freak me out. Okay. Oh my God, knowing the future is not always a gift. Let me just put yes, that out, sir. Okay. All right, now now I'm gonna take him because I don't want to wait. You said some stuff and made me nervous about it. So in the night, I put round, the pressure on like that. I like that. I get got you a little flustered. You did. You got my head, Sky. <laughs> it's Antonio Gibson here for me in the ninth round. That gives me three backs. I feel good about that. Stud backs too. I mean, we just talked on the last episode. Yeah. Your three backs um, are in the top thirteen overall in PPR scoring. So that's excellent. I love that. You know, if the if I don't have the best value in these draft picks, I don't care. For me, it's all about the end result, right? It's always sure. about the end result. All right, so we got to pivot over here back to wide receivers, and I scroll down the list. Um, a, a name that you mentioned a couple times, Corey Davis is sitting here right below him, Brandon Ayuk, right below him, T. Higgins. So some names that, you know, didn't get drafted at all. If they got drafted, it was late. Uh, all available for me, whereas you see guys above it like Anthony Miller, who was going higher than he should have. Paris Campbell, unfortunate situation there. But, um, yeah, I'll take 
I'll take Corey Davis here. I think with this pick is a nice floor option in this, uh, in this format. If it is best ball, I kind of like that pick, that pick here. Boom. And as you mentioned with T Higgins, Brian and Iuke, uh, those guys could potentially still be available next round. But again, you, you have to think like T Higgins was on fire with Joe Burrow, but then he went down and T Higgins kind of disappeared other way around. Brandon Ayuk didn't really get going until about the second half of the season, but then he was on fire. Right. So are you going to count on an explosive half of a season or get a guy like, I don't know, Cole Beasley or somebody who had like not blow up weeks, but he was consistent every week. That's kind of the point of your draft you're at now. Um, all right. I, I, I did something again, wonky with this formatting here, but uh, we'll get it figured out. So, now I've got I've got my flex guy. I've got some depth going. I'll, I want to look back to the tight end position because I think I can get some really good value here in the eleventh round at tight end. Um, I'm looking at I we know that we know that uh, Tunyon had a, a crazy good season. We know that Logan Thomas had a crazy good season, but another tight end who I think is valuable here at eleven. Um, and if you discount week seventeen, I think he actually finished four or wherever it was it's tj hawkinson I th- i'm gonna dra- go ahead and draft him and give myself another flex option um where he had some big weeks so give me give me a second tight end in one of these is that a i got a thumbs up i got a thumbs yeah. up over here so I, yep. I i like it that's that's a good pick and again this is half ppr with kind of best ball style more or less right so he did have some great games he's consistent finished top five at this point of the draft, I think that's a great pick. Even though you have Darren Waller, again, best ball, he's going to have Darren Waller's going to have a bye week, yada, yada. So that's a, a great second player on your team. Thanks. You know, I appreciate you saying that. All right. Just kind of boost the spirits a little bit. You know, I like yeah. that. that. That's, that's good. It's good coaching. You know, you, 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 you tear someone down, but you got to bring them <laughs> back up. You know what I mean? A little bit of carrot, a little bit of stick. Yeah. That's how, that's how you do that. There it is. All right, so I'm going back to those wide receivers, and I do see those same two guys. Um, that's T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, uh, and uh, you know I'm trying to remember which one of these two had the bigger games, which one was a little more consistent. It's hard to remember week over week on guys this far down the list, but oh shit, sake! I am going to lean. I'm going to lean into T. Higgins because I think Ayuk had some bigger games than Higgins did near the end there, but. Throughout the middle of the season, I think Higgins' floor was a little higher as Ayuk missed some time. And when Debo was playing, Ayuk kind of took a backseat. Probably a bad decision, but I made it, and it's done. So we're moving on from that. <laughs> what round are you in here? We're, we're, we just started the 13th round. So Higgins with my 12th pick there. Got it. So we've got three rounds left. I don't have a defense yet. I don't really anticipate drafting a defense until the very last pick. I mean, the Indianapolis Colts aren't going to be picked. I did that in all my leagues this year. I, I I left defense alone and picked up Indianapolis after the draft, and that worked out just fine for me. So Smart. I think I'll do that. I'm looking at running backs just to see if there's anybody on this list that stands out. Um, Gus Edwards is still sitting here. Gus Edwards had a nice year, a lot of touchdowns. Scooped a lot of those touchdowns away from, uh, from some of the other studs on that team, didn't he? Oh, here's a name. Okay, so here's the name. Here's my next pick, my 13th round pick, who is a guy that would never be drafted thinking about this before the year. It's J.D. McKissick. How about him in a PPR, half PPR league? He had 29 targets over two games when Antonio Gibson went down. 
He's so, I mean, he he's, he's frustrating as the Gibson owner because the, the crazy thing is that there's, that's their one and two, their starter and second running back. And both of them played wide receiver in college. I want them to be able to use Gibson like that. But with McKissick on that team, they're just never going to. So that's frustrating, but it is so what you, it is. So you have, uh, you have two picks left or one? I have two picks remaining. I want to go back to uh, wide receiver here. It, you, Greg Ward had a nice year, decent consistency out of him. Rashard Higgins got his opportunity late. A rookie like Gabriel Davis probably proved that he should uh, be at least considered here. Not to fluster um, you too much, but have you considered a backup quarterback yet? No, I guess I should take a quarterback. God, you're I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't. It's just you know you got two picks left. You got to put a DSD in there. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm, I'll take my backup quarterback here. I'm gonna take Ryan Tannehill. Um, solid value. I think I think he finished quarterback seven. This late as my backup, had some big games. Pretty much undrafted in most single quarterback leagues. Okay. I think that's incredible value. Yeah. All right, and then my last pick is going to be as long as they're still available in round 15 it is the indianapolis colts defense who was just phenomenal for fantasy purposes even against some of the toughest competition in the league this year all right that's my team you want me to run it down okay i want you to run down the team and then you got a score so give us the team first and then give me the score okay so my uh my quarterbacks here josh allen and ryan Tannehill. Running backs, I'm rolling Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, J.D. McKissick, and Antonio Gibson. I just now realized Oof. that I picked both of those guys. It's they fine. were stud. Both of them were studs, though. Totally different running backs. They were fine. Yeah. Um, I've got at wide receiver Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Robbie Anderson, Corey Davis, T. Higgins. My tight ends are Darren Waller, T.J. Hawkinson. I've also got Ronald Jones in there. He's in my flex spot right now. I forgot to mention him in my defense. That's the Indianapolis Colts. My score is 2,516.84. Solid. They have a running uh, top score list that is, I think, somewhere around the high 2,700s maybe. Is that where it's at currently? 2,808. There's one guy over 2,808. Ooh, 2,808. Okay. So, look, that's the public, right? That's not just fantasy pros experts. That's the public. People have been doing this. And you can do these very quickly. I know Dweez is probably going to be up in the midnight hours now trying to improve that score. (laughs) Now that he knows the format, I get it. We'll have to maybe revisit this another time after I do mine here. But – 2,500 is, is absolutely a, a fantastic score here. Um, so I am going to take the fifth spot as well. Y'all know hey, the rules. Half PPR. Guy, before you kick off, the yeah. guy that scored 2,800 also <clears throat> had the fifth spot. In fact, the top four scores do. So no pressure. Uh, no pressure. Okay, great, great. Well, what's <laughs> the lowest What's the lowest score among the, the fifth spots uh, in the top there? Uh, it, that would be 2,791. Oof, oof! That's still like 250 more than you got. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, way better than I did. Yeah. Let's just uh, let's just hope for. Wait, what was your score one more time? It was 25-16-84. Okay, 25-16. So we're shooting for 25, uh, 25 That's what we're that's what we're <laughs> shooting for. Okay, so here we go. So y'all know the y'all know the formatting. Dewey's is off the clock. Half point. Uh, Half PPR, best ball style. I'm in the fifth pick. I am going to get this drafted now. It'll pop up once it loads, and I am on the clock. 
So again, uh, your number one pick was Alvin Kamara, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, so he finished number one overall. However, I am going to pivot if he's still available. Now, look, I am going against the computer on this. Uh, so, uh, and Alvin Kamara actually got picked on mine. So I'm not going to have necessarily all the same guys as you because, frankly, they're going to get picked on my simulation. Now, mine is Michael Thomas, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, uh, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, probably not a first-round pick. It's between Dalvin Cook and Devontae Adams for me. Uh, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook because he was more consistent, played an extra game. Oh, man, Devontae Adams crushed. Um, I'm going to go Dalvin Cook. I think value-wise, running back is probably better to have here in the first round. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. So you went with Alvin Kamara. I went Dalvin Cook. Peyton Manning gave me a, a fist bump, so I'm going to I'm going to take that as a plus. Uh, George Kittle, Kenyon Drake, probably not. Oh, thank goodness, this is automatic. I did get Travis Kelsey available. That's a smash. Whew. That's probably like a hundred points <laughs> just because that's a win right there, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Sopranos giving me an attaboy. So that's, that's a win. Okay. This is where it gets sticky here. So third round. So just to give people an idea of like who was going in this round again, this is based off of August ADP. So this is the real draft order of what we were all dealing with in August. Obviously it sounds ridiculous now, but third round, Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham, Adam Thielen, Juju, Gurley, uh, Cooper, um, Chris Carson, Mark Andrews, AJ Brown. Yikes. I don't like any of those. You know what? For me, it's got to be Calvin Ridley, right? Calvin Ridley finished top five, I think, top six. I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley here in the third round. That sounds good to me. I'll probably be drafting him before that this year, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi with a head nod. Love that. Nice. Okay, still available in the fourth round here. Um, man, should have been Dak. I'm looking at Keenan Allen, uh, DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson, uh, Darren Waller. I think that was a great pick there. Um, I think one of your best picks was the Diggs pick. I don't – he might fall another round because of where the ADP was, although I think kind of like Darren Waller for you, I'm not sure I'm wanting to risk – him not being available. So this might be like a one round reach, but everybody ahead of them, like other than DK and Keenan Allen, I'm not crazy about anybody. So I think I'm going to just get digs because he was so much better than everybody else. Uh, what was it? Number three on the season, I believe. Um, so I'm going to take digs there. The fourth pick. Okay. DK still available. That's nice. Waller's still available as well. Um, any other automatics here? I would like to get a running back, actually, but yikes. I'm, I might have fucked up running back. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, that's okay. I'll just get Sony Michelle later. I'm sure I'll be fine. Nice. Um, okay. DK Metcalf, Darren Waller. Um, Darren Waller, number two, tight end. DK Metcalf, top eight. I already have, let's see, Kyler Murray. David Montgomery. I think I can wait another round on David Montgomery, but I think he's somebody I'm going to get for my running backs here. DK Metcalf, Darren Waller. Um, I have two stud wide receivers. I'm going to go Darren Waller as well, actually. Uh, I think, again, to sure up that tight end position, I know I can get a Tunyon later. I can get a Hawkinson. I thought that was a great pick late. I might do the same thing. But to get that surefire top dog who's like 100 points better than the number three or four option, I think is automatic. 
Okay, I'm in the sixth round, and this is where I might get the advantage over you. So looking on my area, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, still available in the sixth. Where did you draft Allen? In the third, fourth? Fifth. Okay, okay. So I'm just around behind you, actually. Maybe that's not. Let me see who else here is here skill-wise. Ooh, David Montgomery did go. That's a bummer. I thought he was going to be a smash. He finished top five. Um, I still have one running back. Fuck. Although there are two smash positions later on that I will capitalize on. So I'm going to go with, okay, the question is Kyler Murray or Josh Allen, just to keep it as close as I can to you for sake of um, comparison on the score. I'm going to go with Josh Allen as well over Kyler Murray. And depending on the format, they're pretty much one and two. Some have Kyler Murray just ahead. Others have Josh Allen. So you can't go wrong there. Kyler Murray fell another round. Jesus. Okay. Um, you know, Will Fuller sticks out. How many games did he miss? Five? Four? Will Fuller? Uh, yeah. Two? What, he missed two? Wait, really? I thought he was out like. Uh, he may have missed a couple more. Let me look for I th- you. I think he did because he's kind of a sneaky play here in the one, two, three, seventh round. Oh, he met. Yeah. He missed five games. Oh, fuck. Okay. That's too many. Oh God. Do I trust Deontay Johnson? Hey, I feel like Deontay Johnson is like, we think higher of him than, than he actually produced. Does that make sense? He's wide receiver 18 on the year. Wow. Oh, I might go Deontay. Um, I'm going to go Jefferson next pick. So not yet. I think he's going to be available one more. Deontay Johnson. We're out of time. 10 seconds. CD Lamb or Deontay Johnson? Deontay was better for longer, I think. Let's go with that. Okay. And then I'll watch Jefferson get picked here just right before me. No. Okay. I got to do it. Um, I think Jefferson was going more like 12 or 13 though. Right. Um, but I'm in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth round. Oh, geez. So I gamble. I might be able to wait another round gamble because if you take them now, you're going to score a lot more points than me taking them. In the <laughs> okay. I'll, I am going to gamble. Here's the deal. If I get them next round, I'm going to cry. But let me look here. Debo Samuel didn't play enough. I kind of like the Rojo pick, and he's still available. J.K. Dobbins was great, but late. Oh, fuck. CeeDee Lamb's still available. Oh, boy. All right. I'm not going to pick Justin Jefferson, which is not what you should do if you're doing this at home. Pick Justin Jefferson right now. Um, oh, God. This might, this might hurt me. I'm going to go C.D. It was just so good to start, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go CD Lamb. Oh, God. I'm nervous. Oh, Boom. Gonna... We're yeah. good. We're good. Fuck. We're, we're good. That's this is, a, I, this is a no-brainer. Can't wait any longer. Justin Jefferson. Okay, so I've got like 15 wide receivers. Pete Carroll just gave me a, a head nod. I like to see that. Fun little gifts here if you do this at home. Uh, check it out. You turn the sound on. I'm not going to do it for the podcast, but turn the sound on. You get some yays and some boos, and it's pretty fun. So, Dweez, this is not how I would draft a team, but this is strictly for this uh, exercise. So far, I have Josh Allen and Dalvin Cook. 
That's my only running back. <laughs> I have right. Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs, Deontay Johnson, um, CeeDee Lamb, and Justin Jefferson. I did go two tight ends, Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. We'll see how that affects the score. Okay, I've got one, two, three, four spots left and a DST. So, well, um, I will tell you that I got dinged. In the, I'm giving you a heads up here for your score. I got dinged in the score for only having one defense. One defense? Yeah, because it's why would you draft incomplete lineups? Wait, wait, that doesn't make sense. You had one DST. Yeah, so they scored me down because I had an incomplete lineup for the bye week. Oh, because it's best ball. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I'll do the same though because that seems like it's kind of lame. Thank you. I kind of okay. Like you know what? I'm gonna go second quarterback just because he was so dominant right now. It seems early, but I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers. Nice. Um, to be honest, I'm a little bit tilting. Uh, oh, Robbie Anderson, dude. He just went right by me. I didn't even think about him. That was a good call for you. What round did you get him in? I took Robbie higher than I should have. It was – where the fuck is he? Higher than you should have. <laughs> uh, seven? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I might be able to fade these guys another round or two because of the way drafts went, but I am going to pick them right now, which might affect the score, but I need to make sure they're on my team because of the value overall. Let's make sure they're available here. Um, let's see. Oh my God. Way the hell down there. He's not even on the list. There he is. Two names, Dweez, you didn't bring up, and I'm shocked. Do you know who they are before I make a pick? I'm actually going to make this pick. I'm going to let you think about it. Two late-round absolute studs that maybe weren't even drafted that would definitely help out your team in the 12th, 13th, 14th round. I'm going to pick one guy and get on to my next pick somewhere out of time, but can you think of who those guys might be oh, before I tell you? Yeah, James Robinson's one of them. I should have freaking thought about James Robinson. Why didn't James, James Robinson, absolutely one of them. Come just grab, just grabbed him in the twelfth round, I think. Mike and Davis. there's a Mike Davis. Yeah. Absolutely, See, absolutely. I, I was freaking out with my one minute clock, man. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. I'm doing this again right after we get off. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, is this post draft tilting? Is that is that what this <laughs> yes. is? Is this the old the old drafted team feel good and then regret it about an hour after you like oh shit how did yeah. As I stand back and look at the big draft board, I start thinking myself, <laughs> it's absolutely happening. I'm yep. fixing my score when I'm done with this again after we're done. I'm gonna- I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm looking at some deeper guys. AB kind of popping up. You know what? I'm going to go with your boy, Corey Davis. I think that was a great pick. I'm pretty late. He might fall even later, but he did have some boom games. I also like T. Higgins here, but I think I might be able to get both. Um, oh no, I just had some gal spitting milk out of her nose. That's probably laughing at me that that was a bad pick. Uh Oh, I don't like that. Um, okay. I am going to pick, uh, let's see here. I got two picks left plus a DST. Apparently we need two DF DSTs. So if you do this at home, do the double DST. I'm not going to out of the, uh, the, the spirit of good sportsmanship. Uh, I didn't tell you to do that. I didn't know you had to do that. Therefore it affected your score. So I'm not going to do that as well. So I'm going to have to pick Mike Davis right now because I don't think he's going to get picked, but I have to just fill up my roster spots. Boom. I have one more spot in a DST. Okay. Let's see here. Who's my like super deep dude, man. You can get, 
There's some names down here. Josh Reynolds had a couple games. Um, LaMichael P. Ryan, Cole Komet. I like him moving forward, though. Me too. You know what? Um, let's see if he was picked. This might be another cheat. Oh, my God, he's still available. I'm going to go with Miles Gaskin, although he only played five games or whatever. It was a great game, though. Yep, and that's a huge one. And then I'm going to go DST here. Who do you go with, the Colts? Yeah. I'm going to go with, let's see, Bears, Saints, Chiefs, Packers, Rams. Rams have got to be top five, right? Rams are four. Uh, yep. Rams are four. I'm going to go with the Rams. They seem safe. Okay, here we go. Lock it up. I'll give you my team and my score. You destroyed me. Let's just put it out there, okay? <sighs> let's let's hope so. Okay. All right. So, my team as drafted, uh Josh Allen um and Aaron Rodgers as my quarterbacks, uh Dalvin Cook, James Robinson, uh, Mike Davis and Miles Gaskin as my running backs, wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, Stephon Diggs, Deontay Johnson, CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, and Corey Davis as my wide receivers. My tight ends were both Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. Um, and my DST was the Los Angeles Rams. What was your score again? One more time. 25, 16, 84, 25, 16, 84. My score was 26. 56 40. Now I'm going to give you about a 50 point handicap because I cheated and uh, didn't tell you to get that second DST. But frankly, I didn't know that was the case. So I tried to play fair on that one. There were a couple things here though, that once you missed Mike Davis and you missed James Robinson, I knew that pretty much just me picking those two guys was going to put me over the top because of the value that they brought you. Miles Gaskin was a last minute check and sure enough, he was available too. But catching three, well, Miles Gaskin missed a lot of games, but catching two top 12 running backs and Miles, uh, Mike Davis and, and James Robinson, uh, you know, in the 13th, 14th round, game changer, obviously. Okay. So, Dweez obviously is going to probably put in about 64 more of these drafts uh, tonight because you can do them. We talked through a lot of picks, so it took us a couple of extra minutes. But if you do this at home, you go to Fantasy Pros, you check out their perfect draft uh, draft um, feature on the Draft Wizard. You literally can do a pick from any position uh, for 1 through 12. So if you picked in the first spot versus the 12th spot versus the ninth versus the 4th, you can do that if you like. You can blaze through this pick. You can try zero RB, you can try RB heavy, you can try late round QB, early QB, tight end, whatever, and uh, check your different draft picks now that you know what had happened. The leaderboard right now, and this is real, this is like the top dude so far out there is 280838. Um, I'm at 2656 and Dweez at 25, but I know you'll be higher than that now that you heard kind of a second round there and look if you don't get travis kelsey in the second round because the computer picks it that's going to hurt obviously as well because of his difference made i know you'll get a higher draft there man um in general scores aside what did you learn just quick thoughts about what did you learn from redrafting knowing how the teams added up i mean wasn't crazy value like you're scanning like rows of draft picks that we're just not even going to touch because it didn't work out happens every year what are a couple takes ways I mean, so the the big thing here is, like, by the end of the season, we just know that James Robinson is who he is. Justin Jefferson is a stud running back, it, and you know, you can you can say to yourself all day, well, he was a he was a great steal in drafts, but like, 
you forget exactly how devalued some of these guys were or how overvalued some of the guys were going into the season. Even if you think in your head, yes, I know Juju was super highly freaking ranked in, in my rankings, for example, didn't finish that way. Like in, in, unless you go back and actually see it happen on one of these mocks, it's, it's hard to know exactly how big a, a difference they made in their season versus what people expected them to do. So it, it was a nice reminder that, you know, it, it's never, it's never too late to go back to the beginning of the year and really, really dig in and dive in to see where people were going, what people thought, how they finished. And, and then the next step for me is going to be, I want to, I want to take some of these and just kind of figure out, you know, why did this happen? Why were people so undervalued and see if we can find some patterns and see if we can find some models that we might be able to put together to make, uh, make some of these picks in the 2021 draft. Uh, the Absolutely. Same we're doing now, right? Absolutely. And again, I think this is a great tool to use just to learn again, what happened. And now again, we know the answers to the test. It's a matter of putting the correct answers back into your test uh, to get that a, so I uh, looked into the deeper analysis. I think you did as well. If you still have it pulled up, Apparently, I'm in the top 24% of people that have taken this already. Uh, there's thousands of people that have taken it. So the top 24 is not actually that impressive. Um, it also, which is cool to, to read. I'm not going to go through all mine right now for sake of time. But when you do this at home, go into the, the deeper analysis and you can check it out and stuff. It's going to give you your top players and what they scored and all that stuff. But on the other side, there's a coach's feedback tab. So it has your top players. Mine were Dalvin Cook, Travis Kelsey, and Josh Allen. Uh, my steals of the draft at the value I got them at versus where they finished overall. Stephon Diggs at wide receiver 19 finishes wide receiver three Deontay Johnson, who I was actually suspect about. I got him at wide receiver 35. He finished wide receiver 20. And then I had sleepers as well. CD lamb, Justin Jefferson, Corey Davis, um, wide receiver 63. He was getting draft. I drafted him at finished number 29, James Robinson, obviously RB 40, uh, 43 got him at four. And then uh, Mike Davis, of course, RB 52 finishes the RB 12. So this is just an interesting tool to use. It's kind of a fun game for us to just throw another mock out there. I know everyone's excited to mock. I don't touch real mock drafts that mean anything until probably July. Everybody wants to do startup dynasty shit. Everybody wants to do an immediate mock draft. For me, those are all bullshit because it's all recency bias. I don't like that. This type of mock draft actually tells me something because I can get into where we uh, thought we were going to draft guys where we end up drafting guys. I draft the best team now and I can look back and say, Holy shit, why didn't we draft a guy like this? Or, Hey, why did we draft a guy so high? Then I can actually start doing some calculations in my mind. Dewey is always a pleasure, man. Kind of a quicker one today. Just went through this uh, mock draft. I think we're going to have to use this tool quite a few more times. Um, draft out of different spots. Obviously, of course, you're going to get more acquainted with this. Uh, I assume you'll be a, a fierce competitor here once you get a couple more under your belt. Of course, we'll do them with Lucas and Bobby as well. And I encourage all the listeners to do this at home. Again, you go to Fantasy Pros, the Draft Wizard, and then go to the uh, Perfect Draft um, tab there. It's free. You can use it. It's a lot of fun. And again, Dweez and I knocked out two different drafts in about a half hour. You can draft your own in about five minutes, quite literally. So you can knock out a handful if you'd like to from different positions. Dweez, any last minute thoughts on this one, or we can call it good. 
I'm just looking forward to the next one already, man. I'm game planning. I'm game planning. <laughs> My man, I like it. I know I'd fire you up on it. Awesome, brother. Well, best of luck here. Um, again, uh, the score to beat on the TCK pod, at least for now, and I know the Dweez will come back with the Fury next time. The score to beat for you listeners out there trying to beat us, the top score so far is 2,656.40 points. If you can get higher than that, I want you to send a screenshot to Instagram or Twitter, letting us know, and we'll give you a shout out here on the podcast. That's fantasy football underscore TCK pod and on Twitter, TCK underscore pod. Dweez, let us know where we can find all your content as well. Uh, I'm at Dweez Nuts, all Z's, no S's there. Look to Twitter. That's where I spend my time. Go find my podcast, Your Football Fantasy, available everywhere. We're taking a break here in a few weeks, but a couple more fun things coming. So uh, go check that out. Go hit me up on Twitter. Show me. I, you're, everybody's going to beat my first score that does this. So feel free to just absolutely spam the shit out of my inbox with your 2600. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take that loss. Fair enough, man. Something tells me you'll be in the 27s here pretty quickly. And uh, overall, you're looking at 28 to be the leader of all Fantasy Pros participants. But on the TCK pod, the number to beat listeners is 2656.40. Always a pleasure. We'll be back with you next time with some game previews. Maybe another quick mock draft once Dweez gets his feet underneath him. We appreciate you tuning in. Once again, leave a five-star Uh, rating and a review we much appreciate it we'll be back with you next time on the candlestick kids fantasy football podcast episode 340 in the books for my man dewey's nuts i am your host sky guasco and we are out of here thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.